right, welcome to the Get Wrecked podcast, back with the Iolani 1995 Fantasy Football League, Week 9 review, Week 10 preview. Fuck fantasy football. Let's get this over with. I got some work to do. Starting from the top, Leanne with the high week puts the beat down, gallop in the woods over IB or Clyde, 146.72 to 88.5. She had some monstrous performances out of Kyler Murray and Dalvin Cook. Kelsey chipped in 20. Everybody else was eh, kind of iffy, but when you're going up against a shitty team like mine and danger of Russ Wilson, dangerous to his own team with the four turnovers, yeah, you don't have to do much to win. Next game, TB Determined pulls out a win over the Marvel Universe. John takes down Brent 85.66 to 80.5. Guess he got that water bottle back. Tom Brady put up a stinker, but thankfully DK Metcalf and McLaren put up some good numbers there. Scary Terry. Um, on Brent's side, Lamar Jackson just has not been the same, although he was facing a tough indie defense. Will Fuller with a decent game. DeAndre Swift, 11 points. Uh, other than that, next highest was his kicker with 10.5, so not a very high-scoring game this week. Next up, my team's a damn shame against Popstar, not a doctor. Stanton takes down Jared 117.8 to 85.66. Again, guess what Stanton's uh, stack did? <laughs> they combined for about 65 points this week, so yeah, that's a nice start there when you get that from two players. Um, on Jared's side... Pretty mediocre performances all around. Matt Ryan had a decent game, 28.36. Everybody else was pretty bad except for his kicker. Next up, Ridley's Believe It or Not against Breeze in the Trap. Danny takes the win, 107.88 to 75.12. Big game out of Pat Mayholmes. McCaffrey's back, got himself hurt. Danny pulls out the win even though Ridley was out. On Ryan's team... 75 points, not the best. Um, Keenan Allen with a nice game. He's been good ever since Herbert took over. I guess this is one of those he should have gone with Breeze over Tannehill, but we all thought the Tampa defense was looking pretty good, so that looked like a smart sit. And then uh, the Baltimore defense with 14 on his bench, that did not help when he went with Casey instead. Next up, fantasy team against the walking ER. Royce takes down Bryce, 97.2 to 90.26. Nice win for Royce. Tyreek Hill put up some numbers. Juju Smith-Schuster. Derek Carr with 18. Everybody else in single digits, though. So it wasn't exactly a great game, but it was enough to beat a lot of teams this week. A lot of teams did pretty shitty. Um, on Bryce's side, the newly picked up Cam Newton with a pretty good game. A couple rushing touchdowns there. Stephon Diggs, a lot of people thought he would have some down numbers over there in Buffalo. We weren't trusting Josh Allen, but looks like he's been doing all right. Gurley with another touchdown. That's pretty much what keeps him relevant. And uh, Darren Waller with a decent game. But, yeah, we need to do some work before playoffs coming up here. And final game of the week, Chark Week against Deshaun of Kamara Virus. Grant puts a hurting on Aaron, 146.2 to 96.74. Grant was about half a point away from high week, but Leanne took it. Strong game out of Josh Allen, starting to look like his early part of the year self. I think he might be a matchup-based kind of thing because Seattle D has been pretty crappy. And uh, his aforementioned team name guy, DJ Chark, finally put up some numbers. 24 points there, which kind of surprising considering they're starting a rookie, six-round rookie. So, And then A.J. Brown finally doing what he was put out to do there, 18 points. 
On Aaron's side, Deshaun Watson with a pretty good game at 28 points. Uh, Brandon Cooks and James Robinson both almost 16. Kamara had a relatively quiet 13.4, which is surprising in a 38-point blowout. But when Drew Brees is flinging it around to 20 different receivers, I mean, it's hard to put up numbers. Uh, everyone else, not such a good game. On to the preview for week 10. From the top, make it drop. Oh, sorry. Anyway, uh, IB or Clyde against Fantasy Team. I have a 110.74 projection advantage over Royce's 82.32. He has Tyreek Hill out on a bye who still needs to be replaced. And he can put Jared Goff back in, which probably be great since he's playing Seattle. Uh, other than that, Juju's got a decent matchup against Cincinnati. I'm assuming they're going to put their top guys on somebody else. Devontae Parker over at the, the Chargers might be a good one with uh, Preston Williams out. He should absorb more targets there. On my end, key is always Danger Russ Wilson, and I need somebody to be a hero. I don't know. These receivers of mine, Jefferson, Claypool, Mike Williams, are all capable of big games, but they never seem to have them when I have them in my lineup. Next up, TB Determined against Shark Week. John has the 118.54 projection advantage over Grant with 109.31. See what's keeping Grant down. I guess it's Zach Moss with a low projection, but I think he actually is going to be better than what the 6.96 they're projecting. Josh Allen should have a, Arizona defense is not strong. They're kind of middle of the pack right now, I think. And Aaron Jones back, which should be huge against Jacksonville. I think Grant's going to go over his projections. On John's side, DK Metcalf and Michael Thomas. I think it could be impressive this week as a pair. And it looks like he's going to have Miles Sanders. So, oh my God, John's going to have his first two picks in the same game, probably for the first time since week one. And Justin Herbert against Miami should be an interesting one. That guy's been putting up some numbers. Who was it that said that he was going to suck? John, right? Anyway, next game, my team's a damn shame against Lamarvel Universe. Stanton has a 110.87 to 101.17 projection advantage. Looking at it, he's got the stack, Rodgers to Devontae against Jacksonville. I think Brent's only hope is that Aaron Jones, A.A. Ron Jones, hopefully he uh, sucks up some touchdowns from that duo. That's pretty much the only thing holding them back there. Rest of the lineup... Nothing special in the matchups. Deontay Johnson could be interesting. I know I forget what Cincinnati's top corner is, but he's normally sticking to the top receivers if that's Deontay. Might slow him down a bit there. On Brent's side, Lamar Jackson against New England. New England's not the same this year, but it's always tough going against a Bill Belichick plan defense because he does try to take away your top player, which obviously is going to be Lamar. Joe Mixon is back. That could be big, but he's going against Pittsburgh, so it might not. Should be an interesting game, though. Next up, Ridley's Believe It or Not against Popstar Not a Doctor. Jared has a huge projection advantage, 90.48 to Danny, 62.91. A lot of buys need to be addressed, though. Danny has Pat Mayholmes and Calvin Ridley on buys. Ridley might have been injured anyway, like last week. McCaffrey is doubtful. So that's going to be trouble. And on Jared's side, he actually has Matt Ryan out, which shouldn't be too bad. I know there's he's got Phillip Rivers on the bench. There's always some streamable players around, it seems like, as well. This is going to be a hard one for Danny to overcome. I mean, shit with McCaffrey getting injured again. 
and um, having Mayholmes out. Let's see who his, he's got Kirk Cousins against Chicago. So that's not always the Chicago is kind of sometimes they play pretty well. So that should be interesting there. Um, but yeah, it looks like Jared should have kind of a unfair advantage this week based on the buys. Next up, Gallup in the Woods against Breeze in the Trap. Leanne with a 109.35 to 105.4 advantage over Ryan. Um, she does have an empty spot at receiver and a kicker on a bye. So her projection is going to go up kind of a lot. Most importantly, Kyler Murray against Buffalo. Buffalo D is not the same as before. And Dalvin Cook against Chicago. Those are going to be, as always, those are pretty much her her rock stars this year. The only thing she's missing is that 20-point defense. Sorry, on Ryan's side, looks like he's still missing running backs. I thought Chubb and Eckler would be back by now, but I guess they're still still not completely back. I I don't know. I, I thought it was about time, but he's got Gus Edwards and Joshua Kelly starting, so not the best of matchups going into this week. All right, final game of the week, the walking ER against Deshaun of Kamara virus. Aaron is a 118.91 projection advantage over Bryce's 108.21. Looking at it, I don't know. looks like Aaron's got some decent matchups. Kamara going up against a depleted San Fran defense. James Robinson going up against Green Bay. Uh, Deshaun Watson and Brandon Cooks against Cleveland. I mean, they're not easy matchups. That's why you play the game, right? But they're not like, you know, it's not like they're going up against Baltimore and Pittsburgh. So on Bryce's side, let's see. We got Cooper Cup against Seattle. Stephon Diggs against Arizona. Fucking Carson Wentz sucks. I don't even know why that guy's a starting quarterback. Fuck him. And Tyler Lockett at uh, the LA Rams. Those are pretty much his big three. The receivers do well for him. So if as far as they go, that's how his team goes. Anyway, that's it for this fucking fantasy football league. Fuck it. I'm out. Okay, goodbye.